Welcome to MishnahStudy.com. This is Jesse Selm, together with Study Masachat Berachot. We have to pay a gimal alachadalet. Ba'al keri me'arher bilibbo, ve'enom me'varech lo lefanea ve'lo le'achareha. Ve'al amazon me'varech le'achareha, ve'enom me'varech lefanev. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, me'varech lefnehem ula'acharehem. So now we're speaking about a Ba'al keri. Ba'al keri is a person, a man, who has an emission of semen, whether it's willingly or unwillingly. He has the status of a Ba'al keri. Now, this person is not allowed to say Kriyat Shema, but nor is he patur. What should he do? Me'arher bilibbo. Hanabam explains me'arher bilibbo means he should think it. He thinks in his mind Kriyat Shema without even moving his lips. Right? Forget about uttering the words. He's not even allowed to move his lips. Now the Mishnah continues, and he doesn't make a beracha beforehand or afterwards. He can't say Birkot Kriyat Shema. When it comes to the mazon, Right, food. He's allowed, he's allowed to make a bracha afterwards, but not beforehand. Meaning what? You could say birkat mazon because birkat mazon is deoraita. It's from the Torah, right? As the pasuk says, right, similar to kriyat shema, right? But the pasuk says ve'achalta ve'savata ve'achta tadunai lohecha. But he doesn't say beforehand. He doesn't say hamotzi dachamina aretz. Rabbi Yehuda argues on this, and he says that you're allowed to make a bracha before and afterwards. Now, Harambam goes on to explain the Psaq Halacha, which is different than our Mishnah. The Psaq Halacha is that words of Torah, Divrei Torah, cannot become Tameh. And therefore, a person's allowed to read Kriyat Shema. He's allowed to say the Berachot beforehand and afterwards. Similarly, Brikat Amazon, even though he's a Baal Keri. Right? That's the Halacha. The Harambam, though, goes and says, but... Tefillah, the people already had a minhag not to pray when a person is a Baal Keri until he washes in water. That's how Anabam explains, and he also explains this in his Haibur, in the Mishneh Torah, right? That there was a custom. Anabam brings down this custom. In the Haibur, in, the in his Mishneh Torah, he explains that the custom spread to the lands of Shinar and Sepharad, right? The areas of Iraq and Spain, they had this minhag, not to pray when a person was a Baal Keri until they washed. Now this washing didn't have to be um, necessarily tevila. Rather, it would have been enough to just pour nine cup of water on top of him. That's how he explains it in, his, in the Mishneh Torah. Over here, he's a little more concise. He says that a person, the minhag was not to pray unless a person was sick, right, he was a hole, and he saw, and he saw Keri, he had an emission, where there he wouldn't be hayav to be mitahir um, before he went ahead, and, when I went, went ahead and prayed. But everyone else, he explains, Baal Keri would need tevilah, actual dipping in the mikveh, and then he would pray. This is what the Talmud coined, hole um, le'onso, patur miklum, a person who is hole, a person who is sick, he's patur from everything. He doesn't even have to dip, wash before saying tefillah. This is unique to Harambam. Harambam is the one that brings down this custom, right, of someone who had an emission to actually dip or at least wash, shower, one or the other before praying. Halakha um, is not like this Harambam. It's just a minhag. But I just would like to say that Harambam himself testifies in his own teshuvah, he writes about himself that he never missed out 
on washing from Keri before praying in his entire life.